We return now to Labor Press's Blue Collar Buzz with your hosts, Bill Holfeld and Joe Maniscalco. Welcome back to Labor Press's Blue Collar Buzz here on AM 970, The Answer. I'm your host, Joe Maniscalco, senior editor at laborpress.org. With me in the studio is Neil DePel, publisher of Labor Press. And also continuing on with us is Jane Latour, a Labor Press columnist and and labor, labor historian extraordinaire. <laughs> and we have Ray Rogers, head of the corporate campaign and staunch Rebney opponent. Uh, folks, I, I know we, we were talking about uh, Rebney. Uh, I want to switch gears a little bit uh, because this week there was a rally in front of City Hall. Uh, as you know, uh, local IBW Local 3 has been on strike against Charter Spectrum, giant telecom in this city, for 450-plus days. Uh, and with no end in sight. Uh, originally, 1,800 people uh, went out on strike, and it, it, it's just been punishing. It's been devastating to, to families. It's broken up families. It's broken up friendships. It's just, uh, it's just uh, horrendous. Uh, we're going to take a time out right now to listen to Chris Erickson, business manager of Local 3, and uh, hear what he had to say on, on the steps of City Hall. The situation with Charter Spectrum violating the conditions under which it was approved to operate in New York State is very serious. The PSC should not back down to a media giant that has abused the people of the state in violation of its obligation to build out our broadband system. And uh, similarly, what's happening uh, in New York City is happening across New York State, and they are being held accountable uh, to that. Governor said there cannot be two tiers of justice, one for rich corporations and one for everyone else. So um, I'm happy to be here today. Uh, we want to acknowledge uh, what got us here, unfortunately, was the destruction of a 40-year relationship that this union had with a company called Time Warner that respected its workforce and negotiated collective bargaining agreements for 40 years in which, out of those settlements, these working men and women, these strikers, were allowed to set aside money from those settlements to pay for a defined benefit pension and to pay for a medical plan that provides for retiree medical coverage. And see, that's the difference. And Denise knows this because he's a trade union. When you get a new company that comes in and says, we don't care what you want, we know what's best for you, and we're not going to agree to that anymore. And if you don't like it, you can go out to the street. And that's what they've done. They've start, tried to starve these members into submission. And uh, I'm telling you, there's not been enough pressure on them to bring that back to the table. It goes to the heart of what it is in collective bargaining. And to be a, have a union where workers have a voice at the table, they have a voice in the workplace, and that's the heart of this dispute. Charter saying, we don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. What you want, we're going to decide what's good for you, and you can take it or leave it. And that's where we are. And this strike has brought devastation on untold numbers of men and family members of the local three. Um, this hearing today goes beyond just the labor dispute. It goes to the heart of whether or not Charter has lived up to its franchise agreement here in New York City. You're all aware of the AG's lawsuit regarding 
the speed of the internet, that they have been claimed that they lied to consumers about that. We have a system that is kind of broken. You don't have a lot of choice. You can't say, I want to double spectrum, give me something else. There should be an option, maybe a public option for internet here in this city. But we need to get back to a place where uh, the city of New York, the citizens of the city of New York are treated a lot better than they're being treated by this greedy corporation and its CEO, who you know made $98 million last year. And it's my hope, and we're going to petition the city of New York, that if they're not willing to settle this or fix their problems, that they should run them out of New York. They should not renew this franchise with a corporation like them. They don't deserve to be here in New York City, and that's what we're going to hold the officials accountable. So that was Chris Erickson, the business manager of IBW Local 3. Uh, and Chris was reading a, a letter, a statement from uh, Governor Cuomo at the, at the beginning of that. Uh, the franchise agreement that uh, Charter has with the city of New York is up in 2020. Uh, of course, striking workers, uh, you know, who haven't been paid for over a year can't wait that long. So the city council is actually holding a hearing on uh, Spectrum's track record. And uh, i just throw it over to you guys. What are your thoughts on this more than 450-day-old strike? Yeah, well, this is, this is the plan to bust unions. And, Joe, before you were mentioning the logic, where's the logic? You know, when rents for s- stores go sky high. So where's the logic to busting the unions? And people have no decent jobs and they have no disposable income. And then you take their pensions away so people can't retire. So where's the logic? And the problem now is that it's so deep and so nasty that there's such resentment. Um, You know, we see it displayed when these rallies around the country that, um, you know, our pathetic president is rallying people. And, yeah, so, you know, this is uh, really serious. I mean, we've had so many... so many strikes like this in New York City's history. Like, I'm thinking about the tugboat workers. Remember the tugboat workers' strike? I actually had a student at Cornell whose brother committed suicide. He was one of those workers. And, you know, we have those new ferries that are plying around the city on the East River and all. And there was a company that had a contract with the workers, and then a new company comes in, and they bust the union, and those are all non-union jobs now. So this is a real fight that we're in. Well, what we've seen, we've seen, uh, what was it, like six, seven uh, taxi cab workers have committed suicide? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, ha- you know, this, again... The immiseration uh, of the working class, and it's just... Across every you know, sector. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jane, we, we talk about that here on Blue Collar Buzz week in and week out. Yeah, I just walked by, I'm walking down here, I walked by a construction site, and they had the big rat out. And I stopped to get the flyer and talk to the workers. And they were saying, you know, they're working for this big corporation and Chick-fil-A, um, you know, and they said, we're not getting any overtime. We're, they're paying like, you know, $10 an hour there. You know, he had a whole litany of the, you know, the way that they're being treated and, and they're fighting back, you know. But this is like everywhere you look, you see this kind of. It's very um, tough to battle a company like Spectrum because they're a monopoly. And that never should happen. 
You never should be in a situation, and we never should have been in a situation in New York where we have one company. Uh, and then once a company is strong and powerful like that, they feel they could have violations and they could charge fees and they could do things that they shouldn't be doing. And they don't, uh, and they could be in a position where uh, they could take advantage of employees. And that never should happen in this country. And that has to be watched on a federal, federal level where you're consolidating, you're, you're putting airlines together, you're putting uh, media companies together. You gotta be very careful. You need competition in the United States. Well, you heard Chris say, you know, maybe we need a public option. Maybe that's what that's what needs to happen, you know, in, in the city of New York, so that uh, the charter spectrum of the world are not uh, monopolies. But uh, again, you see it across all sectors, whether it's uh, telecommunications, whether it's construction, whether it's uh, transportation. It's this constant attack on the working class. And Ray, I, I know that you have some very strong opinions about this. Well, I can tell you one thing. A representative from Spectrum came knocking on my apartment door and hardworking guy, had a great conversation with him, but I said, I'd love to save some money on my internet and on the TV and all that and my phone. But I said, there's a thing called a strike going on at Spectrum. I could never even think of signing up with you. I don't care what you're offering me. I go with Verizon. Verizon, you know, there's all these labor battles with Verizon, but at least it's union, so I have Verizon, right? And I said I could go to Spectrum if if, if this uh, was straightened out, but with this strike going on, there's no way I'd even think of going to Spectrum. Yeah, and you're, you're seeing, I think you're starting to see that a little bit more and more. Wherever people can, you know, make make a switch. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, it's tough, but they, they have been doing that. And... Uh, you know, Spectrum is in trouble with not only the city of New York, but the the, the state uh, for failing to allegedly failing to to uh, fulfill the the build out promise that that came with their original agreement to come into uh, to the state. And also, uh, if if you are a customer of Spectrum, you know that uh, while the strike has been going on, you you suffered a lot of outages, a yeah. lot of uh, interrupted service. I don't know what the, the labor unions have done because I'm not f that familiar with the strategy that they've been involved in taking on Spectrum. But when you take on a company like that, you better know where all the financing is coming along and the short-term debt. Um, I guess the public company, so, you know, who are the major stockholders? I mean, you got to do something like we did years ago with J.P. Stevens, all right? You got to really go after the board of directors. You got to go after the major stockholders. You got to go after the people who are financing it. You look at these battles and you're going to find these big banks and these insurance companies here in New York City right behind them. They're the food and water supply for these big corporations. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, we have to leave it there. We've come to uh, another end of the show. And I just want to remind everybody, if you like Labor Press, visit us at laborpress.org and also follow us on Twitter at laborpressny. And I just want to thank everybody for listening to Blue Collar Buzz here on AM 970, The Answer.